0: Thank you for coming today. I'm here just to address a few issues that I've seen misreported in the news, specifically in regards to the Timberwolves' attendance numbers this season. I just have to say, Timberwolves don't have bad attendance. Their attendance is not only the best in the NBA history, but actually the best in the history of any sport. The media is the enemy. We have the best facts. Everyone else here is lying. Sad.
1: Episode 39 of Wolves Cast, the show that will not be defending its dunk contest title at this year's Timberwolves Podcasters All Star Game. It's hosted by myself and my brother, I'm Neil. And I'm Scott Spicer, everybody. Scott Spicer in the house. Scott Spicer, the Sizzler. That's right Reporting the facts Nothing but facts
0: here On this show you guys Nothing but real facts That's gonna be a weird joke Cause that's, this clown's not gonna be around For like two weeks Before they uh, get someone else in there And like Then we're gonna listen to this In the future We're gonna be like Who was Scott Spicer Or uh, no I'm Scott Spicer But who was Spicer You are Ah who is Mr. Spicer? It's, it's going to be a real dated joke, but uh, you get it. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, that's true. We can all hope and dream for such. Welcome to Wolves
1: Cast, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. We have an exciting week
0: for you. The Wolves have
1: done some winning.
0: A winning week. We have some so many W's this we week. Got, we got lots of wins to talk about. And oh, my God, uh, Neil. The Timberwolves are undefeated in the Trump administration. Oh, boy. This is like. Right. This was That's like, right. I felt like last year, everyone was saying 2016 was so bad. And I was like, yeah, but what if you're like a Cleveland fan who won the, like, you got your first <laughs> sports championship with the, uh, the Cavs or you're a Cubs fan. And it was like, really like this miraculous thing happened. This a one sort of million thing you never thought it ha- would happen, happened. And then it happened again. And with the election, you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> and so I was just thinking about the same thing. What if this is the price that we have to pay for the Timberwolves being good? DJ well, Trump. Four years, and then at the end of it, yeah. we're like, you know, winning championships. We just gotta be like four we more just years. Put up with it. Four more years. We gotta, gotta put up with it. If the Wolves are gonna win titles, I guess we can put up with. With DJ Trump in the house. I saw on Twitter, there was a promotion that it was, cr- or maybe it was on the TV. Um, yeah. But there's a promotion where, with crunch and uh, Pagoda, like egg rolls, like frozen egg rolls. <laughs> you get a marketing store. It's like buy two packs of Pagoda egg rolls and get two tickets to the Timberwolves game. And I'm like, wow, buying frozen groceries now is enough to get <laughs> tickets to the game. That doesn't say you have an attendance problem. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Uh, this
1: week on the show, you guys, we're going to talk about this week. We have three wins to talk about. That's exciting. Uh, uh, the Timberwolves purchased a D-League team. Even other more cool, exciting. Other cool news to get to. Great also, new sponsor. Well, great new sponsor. Uh, some concession food for Target Center that is sponsoring this week's show. We have uh, Mailbag. Uh, we have your questions right here. we got a couple lined up for you. Weekly Wolfies and, of course, a game all coming at you this week on Wolf's Cast. Please stay with us. Please listen to what we have going for you. It's it's an exciting times. So we we got it going on right now, you guys. Make sure you subscribe to Wolf's cast so many different ways to listen to the show, um, you know, via via the web, whatever you want, lots of lots of options, and uh, you can also subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. We're there for you. Tell your friends. Tell, tell your homies. We're coming. We're coming.
0: That's right. Just uh, uh, Tell somebody. You know, yeah. like we love talking to you, but I mean relationships get old so we See, need to you know tell us about some more people especially now the wolves have won three in a
1: row you're not anymore recommending uh, a, a scourge of basketball you're not you're not recommending the bottom of the barrel sort of team now they're like 11 and 10 in their last 21 games or something like that
0: so and you know i really have team. enjoyed the escapism they provided me through this, yeah. this past week it just seems like a lot of distressing news and yes. every time i look at twitter it's yes. just like horror show, and then I get to check out and watch Drew Wiggs dunk on everybody.
1: Shout out to Drew Wiggs, man. Right. you finally listening. Also, right.
0: um, I want to give a shout out to a,
1: another podcast real quick that I think you should be listening to. It is a podcast about the TV show The Bachelor. Maybe the most Ooh, what the the everyone's got a bachelor podcast um, and also in there's a new entrant into this category. Um, my wife Becky and our sister Caroline do a weekly show um, called uh, Rose Ceremony. Uh, which is about that week's show of The Bachelor. So uh, there you go. If you like uh, if you like reality TV, if you like listening uh, to recaps about the show The Bachelor, make sure you give them um, a listen. Uh, Rose Ceremony, check that out. I thought I was the only one who did shout outs on the show. <laughs> I gotta shout it out. Uh, okay let's talk about uh, let's talk about the games that happened this week, Scott. Last week, right after we, it, we
0: recorded it'd be my pleasure to talk about the okay, games. Let's this get week go. And, you know, it's it's amazing time to talk about games that happened between the mm-hmm. Minnesota Timberwolves and the bad guys. <laughs> uh, it's hard to pick my favorite one of the week. It might have been last Thursday night. We got done recording the pod. We yeah. recorded it while this game was on. And we watched. Actually, it was mm-hmm. the late game, so maybe we got done with the pod beforehand. I don't know. This is the process. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's always fun to beat the Clippers on national television. You got all Crazy. the eyes on you. We're expected. I mean, even without Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, I think. Uh, You know, the media and fans and general expectations were that the Clippers would still win. I thought that DeAndre Jordan would be enough to overcome us just because he's a beast. He was incredible in this game. And when they go to... And, like, without Chris Paul saying this to you, Neil, like, without Chris Paul, like, there's almost no one better for backup point guards to be running with in DeAndre Jordan because he makes it so easy for point guards. You just run the pick and roll and then throw it up Yo, at the hoop. Ray Fountain just, just throw it up there. Just, I'll, get yeah, it. I'll get it. it <laughs> it's just, you, could, you could run that like 20 times in a row if you're like a rookie point guard and you're still going to you're gonna get like a 50% completion rate at the worst, you know? Yeah. So I was worried about that because without having to share the ball with Griffin or anything, it meant all oh, the dunks in the world are coming for DeAndre. Yeah,
1: Wolves just played well in this game. They hung around. You know, there was lots of moments where I thought maybe the Clippers were going to run away with it, but the Wolves just hung in there the whole time and uh, you know they, they played well, and and uh, Ricky was out the second half. Um, you know he had that hip strain. It's going around the team, I guess these days. Hip yeah. strains. Um, but it's so uh, Tom
0: Thibodeau, don't ask me about an answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Chris Dunn uh, started came out of the locker room in the second half. Why is Lou Alden not
0: not playing for this playoff game? Hip strain. Hip Lou Alden has spinal tap. Hip you know like, that's what this is.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, like you said, no Blake, no CP three. Carl Anthony Towns had an amazing night. Uh, Thirty seven points, twelve rebounds five uh, assists and he, man, he was just balling in the fourth quarter he he took over this game
0: which we needed so bad and like it was a great step to watch cat developmentally just because uh deandre has given cat the hardest time mm. is uh, the first like whatever five six matchups they have had yeah. in cat's career deandre is just like too strong for cat to handle and cat has definitely shrunken away from the challenge and just ju- did a bunch of jumpers and didn't take it inside and he was going inside hard with uh yeah. this he was uh playing like a man possessed and we needed that. We desperately needed that. And, you know, it, uh, the, sometimes it seems like these stars burn brighter on the bigger stage. Yeah, I mean, DeAndre had a great great first
1: half. Cat had a better second half and really closed out this game in the fourth quarter with some big shots. That was really fun to watch. I thought it was interesting to sort of hear what Chris Weber and Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, some of these national guys who... I don't think they get to watch the Wolves very often, That's, That's just i like, I remember
0: they had some comments after the game, and it was like, okay, you guys never really watched when, it. when I was a much younger fan, maybe six, seven years ago, it used to burn me up that the national media would never talk about the Timberwolves, I complain about it all the time. Yeah. But now I realize I don't want them talking about the Timberwolves, because they don't know what don't the heck know. they're talking about. They're like, ignorant they about They don't it. watch any games. They only watch the games that are on the national television networks. And so, like, uh, of course they haven't seen much of the Wolves, yeah. and like... Man, I don't even care about their opinion on teams they do watch. Like, they're they're such bad analysts. Like, Chris Webber's better, and Barkley's like obviously Webb. the worst.
1: Yeah, I like uh, C. Webb. But, yeah, Barkley, especially this year, is just really formed into this ultimate curmudgeon role. <laughs> he's just like, I hate the <laughs> NBA.
0: It's is the worst it's ever if been. It's not, if it's not one of the best I can't five stand teams, watching the, our league he anymore. calls them garbage and doesn't understand why they're on TV. So. And if it is your, the best team in the league, he's going to say, they just j- j- shoot, jumpers. shoot jumpers. It's a terrible state for our league right now. Terrible. Um so I could do a better
1: Charles than it's that. I wasn't yeah, really Charles. They, they said that, that they said that Tyus and Dunn need to play. That was what Chuck
0: said after the game, which is Well, sort it's of, easy to say that when like, Ricky leaves in the fourth yeah, and then we the can ones, take a surge the in the 4th They're the ones close out the Clippers, but, but yeah. Yeah. how about you watch the Phoenix game and tell me if we need Dunn to, you know, play more <laughs> than Ricky. Anyways, I don't mean to be better cuz it's like they they're idiots. What I thought was more interesting was KG, uh, talking, uh, one with Randy in in area 21, but also talking, uh, during the third quarter, he was talking with C web about the wolves and stuff. And he had, uh, he pretty much, you know, indicated that he wanted to be back on the team this year and that Thibs didn't Something want to happen. Vets. And the vet score. And, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't very thinly veiled, you know? No. <laughs> you know, yeah. It was it was thinly veiled. I wouldn't say there's so, beef, but there's not, there's not, there's uh, not good blood right uh, there. Yeah, there's and, not rainbows and joy and there. It's sad to me because, like, you can't tell me it wouldn't be better to have yeah. KG there instead of Jordan Hill I'll on the team him. this year. Uh, <sighs> it just frustrates me. But at least so, we get Area 21, which is consistently it's, been the old, great. it's the only reason i record inside the nba now it's still been great yeah uh besides the running skinny jeans joke which is just so old at this point yeah. oh come my on. god <laughs> come on guys
1: all right uh they sun, just can't take that kg still in shape sunday, sunday night off. the wolves uh come back to target center and face off against denver uh get the win again um sunday against denver that was awesome uh to go up against cc cat versus uh uh the joker jokic um, I like that
0: nickname. Is that his nickname? The Joker. Yeah, I like that. But I, actually, I don't like that because I realize like it's too easy to say his name as Jokic and Jokic. Oh, it's Jokic. Oh, I it's Jokic. Yeah, so uh, the Joker. Jokic, the Joker. I guess the Joker is like the person who puts the gear on the ox Yeah the plow the field. Uh, or maybe it's someone who Joker. works on eggs. The, the Joker. The Joker. But, uh, um, we
1: were lucky enough to attend this game and um, sit uh, in the f- in the first ten rows of this game. That mm, was really cool. Always uh, a treat. Shout it's, out to
0: Jeff Muniki for helping us with some tickets for that and game. I think it. You know, I used to just go for years. I was just like, I will get tickets that are cheaper and stuff. But I would say it's worth it once a season. Maybe you go to a couple less games and like sit yep. closer, and definitely like go to a game like this was a game where I saw the Pioneer Press mm. that piece of paper. Actually, I, I like the Pioneer Press, and I'm sad about all the stuff that they're going through right now uh, with their management. But um, the Pioneer Press wrote an article about attendance at the Timberwolves games, and the players and the coaches saying, what we need to do is win. You yeah, know? Yeah. And I Jace thought, Fredrickson wrote that. I thought it was kind of a and I thought it was very fair, and I agree with them on everything there. But I was just saying, like, they said, like, the low, they're like, yeah, but compare, like, on Sunday night, the Mavs game, they only had this many people there. And I was like, well, remember the circumstances of this game. It was like the big football games are on, and that's, like, yeah, one of the reasons. Last week, yeah. for the Mavs game, where we went to that game, right, too, where we-, we were noticing how people, I think they said there was 9,000 people there. Right, and I'm saying, Ooh. like, that's, that's kind of like cherry-picking the worst one, though, because it was already, like, it's just a bad... <laughs> Monday night. Of national conditions. title football game going on and bad weather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but uh, you know, I think that if you go to a game like that where you know that the attendance will be low, you can get tickets close That's to right. the court for an affordable rate yep. and you should try because sitting close is so amazing. It's just a whole <laughs> different ball game when you, it's just like a whole different experience when you're that close. It really know?
1: is. I mean, even sitting, yeah, even sitting a little bit closer than usual, you know, even if you're in the lower level, to get in the first 10 rows, it's, it's a privilege, but it's incredible to sit down there and just to see there, for some reason, just everyone seems bigger, the bodies seem more impressive, yeah. uh, it's a little bit faster, it's it's crazy to hear everybody talk to each other and call plays and, and yap at each other and stuff like that, so it and really you is know what? whole package is incredible it's, cre-
0: it's if, incredible five years ago i would have heard us talking like this and i'd be like look at these elitists they can yeah. afford they can afford everything oh, look at them and, yeah. but like now i just am like don't worry kids you'll get to our age you know i don't yeah. have a lot of money but i can uh, at least afford to see yeah you there yeah you'll get to the point you'll get there and you right. i always say the difference is when you get to the eye level where instead of looking down when people jump you don't uh, like you look up when people <laughs> jump to dunk like that's cool like when yeah. when you're sitting below eye levels below the rim level and you know, like when shots go up you're like. I'll never fall in and then you see it because you don't get that top-down yeah. perspective you usually get where you have an idea where the shot is yeah oh it's great
1: yeah that's when you know you made it when you can look, when you can look up at the rim
0: <laughs> hey, but we still have dreams we still have our courtside dreams you know? yeah
1: someday one day we'll say someday our... but yeah uh cat versus uh Jokic. very cool matchup um you know i think you know cat definitely won the battle that evening, Jokic Ooh, isn't, isn't very, you know, Carlin Towns has had his struggles on the defensive end, but Jokic can't guard, can't guard Cat. You know that's the
0: thing is is especially is, without foul and he not was getting thing. foul trouble. Uh, yeah, still weird. He didn't play a lot in the second half, and we were joking it was because we noticed how hard Cat was going against him. Yeah, and then the coach of the Nuggets is Mike Malone. Is it Mike Malone? It's just like he must have just been like, okay, we can't put Jokic in there because making Cat play too hard. Drell off. Arthur was playing pretty good D on Cat too, so <laughs> yeah. who knew? Um, but that was a really fun game, even with Ricky. Unfortunately, poor Ricky uh, lost his grandmother. Yes, and so he flew back to Spain and then flew crazy. back here.
1: I can't believe he did F- that. Yeah, only missed one game. That's what I'm saying. He,
0: he basically flew there, went straight to the funeral, and flew back. It's insane. Yeah. And then he came out and had a great game on Tuesday. So, yeah. mad respect to Ricky. He's been through a really terrible eight months with his mom and his grandma. Crazy. And I can't imagine what that's like for him. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Tyus and Dunn had a, a fun game. Uh, I like their really... Uh, I hate saying this word because I have a trouble with my heart, NGs. It's Yin <laughs> Yin. Yain, you know, they get yeah. into each other's Yain in the course. sense that like Dunn's got, you know, he's kind of this out of control energy and physicality and athleticism and defensive ability and Tyus is just the opposite where he's calm and collected Controlled, and composed, yeah. really good on offense, has a really good eye for everyone is on the floor. Can't kinda, guard anybody. Can't guard anyone you know, just Swiss cheese <laughs> small, on defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like, uh, if you could have put them into the same player, but yeah. it's fun how they kind of, especially when they play together, how they can kind of complement each other in that way, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah, totally. It was good to see both them play. Uh, yeah, the Wolves played a good game. I mean, they were behind. It was, they were behind uh, in the fourth quarter, even late, even the last five minutes. They were a little down. But in the last three minutes, I think they went on like a thirteen to two run or something to kind of close up this game. That was fun to see them and shouts, win a close one. Shouts to us we're going to like six straight wins now you know <laughs> that's the thing about the wolves winning games is that there's been so few wins over the last like three four years that like when you get a couple under your belt where you've seen them win you're like well i'm good luck
0: right exactly clearly it's me, it's me. <laughs> this never happens well i think the difference is i'm not seeing losses you yeah know? like if you wonder if i'm going to like I was at every win of the season, but I was at also all the losses. You know, I feel yeah. the same, but I, I haven't been to a loss since that Celtics game early in the season. So, but we're actually playing good at home this season, which is incredible. Yeah, this is the first time in like better. since uh, the last love season, the last love uh, since then that we've had a home like a be- as good of a home record or a better home record than an away yeah. record. You know, yeah, yeah. usually we show out on the road when we're on national TV and we're in somebody <laughs> else's city, and in we want to, you know, we yeah, the, the arenas are sold out, so you're like playing New York. City, or something like that. So, usually, our away record we get more amped up for than these like kind of quiet Timberwolves games. But that was part of that Pioneer Press article. It was the guy saying, We need the home court edge. We want people come into the target center You yeah. have to think. I and think. Then this is a Thibodeau talking point because Wiggins and Gorgie both said it almost verbatim about it. And they said, Like, when they have to come in here and think they're in for a hard night whenever they're in the target center. They're As we record, ready.
1: the team is uh, playing Indiana right now at home. And I think the Wolves have a five game win streak going right now at home. So, man, they got like a streaks all over place. It's, it's happening. Um, okay, let's talk about Tuesday real quick. Uh, the win at Phoenix. A little, little road game. A little one-game road trip. Mm,
0: um, what a game. Um,
1: what a game. Really fun game. Obviously, the headline Ricky is, played really well. Not r- the headline. That's not, not the, the headline. Ricky did play very well. The headline, obviously, Wiggins with the game winning. The dagger. With the buzzer beater. First buzzer beater in his career.
0: Ooh. Six. So youngest gets to 4,000 points in his career. So
1: tasty. Wiggins with the game winner in Phoenix. Pretty game uh, throughout um, again, Ricky coming back after missing um, Sunday's game against Denver.
0: He played well uh, once again. Wiggs, man, <laughs> right, Chef. <he> finally listening. <laughs> Wiggs has, you know, it's he gets criticized so much and picked apart so much. Doesn't yeah. rebound enough. He doesn't assist enough pass. He doesn't do anything. Doesn't but score. defense. Can, man, that kid can score. Yeah, kid is a scorer. Yeah, I mean, the
1: other names on that list of quickest to 4,000, you like know. Kobe. Kobe, LeBron, LeBron yeah, MJ. T-Mac. Yeah. They're all on there. They're Actually, all scorers. I don't think
0: it was I It might have been MJ. I don't know. All raw scorers, I guess. So, okay. I mean, Durant. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Durant, I'm going to look it up. Durant's definitely on there. So. And, yeah, like, Wiggins. he gets buckets, and he gets buckets. It seems like... I know that people have different opinions about whether you can be clutch or not, but like it just seems like in the fourth he's really good. You well, know? yeah, I mean he, it, he puts it on his shoulders and he doesn't.
1: Depending he doesn't wilt on from it. it, you know, it doesn't matter, really matter what you, if you, what you think of clutch. I think what does matter though is that it's clear that Wiggins wants those shots. You know, right. whether he's going to make them or not, you know, maybe that'll even out throughout his career. So far, his clutch numbers are good. But the fact is that he wants to be the guy to shoot those shots. He was the first option on that play. He said as soon as he caught the ball, he wanted to be the guy to shoot that. He knew he was going to shoot it. Um, he's done a great job working in the offseason to be able to get to these mm-hmm. different spots and to be able to rise up and shoot that shot. Tough one dribble, two dribbles, whatever it is. So he found his shot. It was incredible to watch. I mean, he he went, even went down to the floor on that final play. You know, his hand, his offhand touched the floor. His knee almost That's went crazy. down. That's like, crazy. He was down. I mean, that could have easily been a turnover. That could easily been, you know, some sort of fadeaway weird shot. Once um, Tucker kind of pushes him off his spot, but that was no, going to be he, a last two-minute report. We're sorry, yeah, but no, he he got bumped and 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 went down to the floor,
0: but still found a way to rise up just straight vertically, just straight up and get a normal shot. So and he said scam. afterwards he he was just focused on getting to his spot, and that's yep. what he did. Even when he fell down, he was like, "Get to your spot. You can hit your shot from your spot." Yep. Here are the. This i say okay, Wiggins is the sixth youngest in NBA history wow. to join the four thousand point club. The first five are LeBron, Kevin Durant, Carmelo Anthony, Kobe Bryant, and Tracy McGrady. There it is. Not MJ because MJ stayed in college too
1: long. So we'll see what Wiggins can become as a player, but I think it's already clear he's going to be an elite scorer at least. So. And the other stuff no is worries. coming.
0: He had a good rebounding game in Phoenix. I think he's getting better at that. I mean, sometimes it's just like. He should be a shooting guard. Scott, you know? before,
1: we, before we move on to our headlines here, let's talk about Zach Levine and the yips. Mm. The yips
0: for Zach Levine. This has been something that's the, been interesting. Is it the yips, Neil, or is it the hips? The, <laughs> the He's yipping his hips. Since he's come back from uh, his hip injury, he's gone he's down from like scoring 20 points a game to 10 points a game. His accuracy has dropped off 10%. Uh-huh. He's went from shooting 16 shots a game to like... Ten shots a game?
1: I mean, if you watch the game in Phoenix, you know uh, Jim Peterson brought it up. That that was an interesting point. I hadn't really thought about this before, that Zach Levine takes Tom Thibodeau's intensity and his, his anger the hardest. You know, hmm, Wiggins and Towns, both guys that kind of let a roll thought Wiggins off. was going to be the guy who took it the hardest. Apparently, Zach's the most sensitive of them all. We saw, this is something I saw when we sat talked about sitting close in Denver, timeout uh, after a defensive breakdown, Thibodeau. You can see the steam coming out of his Reaming ears. Reaming out Zach Levine. And Zach Levine very clearly says, Me? What'll I do? Yeah. And he gets sat down and taken out of the game. And you saw it in the Phoenix game as well. A little altercation at midcourt. A little, mm. little stop and talk while he getting taken out of the game. Yeah. Little moments like this. I think Jim Peterson's on to something here. I think he understands the dynamic here. Again, it'll be fine in the long term. But I do think it's interesting. And Zach is having a little bit of a problem now. You saw it early in the game against Phoenix. Bunch of turnovers. Missed two free throws. Yeah. Right? 0-2 from free throw right there. You never see... He's one of the best free throw shooters on the team. Probably the second best free throw sh- shooter on the team behind, behind Ricky. And... Um, it really rattled. Very strange. I don't think it's just the injury. I think a little bit of tips is getting to him again. I don't think it's a big problem, but it is interesting that he is kind of letting the stuff get to him.
0: And it has been a very small sample size. Yes, that's the it's just been a week or so, so he could be yeah. having a bad week. It, I, it's probably, probably still not feeling. It's great. probably like partly physical. Yep. It's and that's what I think is. One of the reasons, maybe not the only reason or not necessarily the primary reason, but one of the reasons he's not going to be doing the dunk contest is because mm-hmm. he's got to worry about his hip. And, you know, I'm sure that it hurts. He's been playing like the most minutes in the league until his injury. And so, you know, there's definitely wear and tear on that body this year that they're not, he's not used to. And so yeah. that and the mental side of it and just a cold shooting week where like he, it was we we're winning these games. And so Shabazz has been playing so well sure. that it's like... Well, we can take Zach out for this entire fourth quarter because Shabazz yeah. has got this, and we move Wiggins yeah. down to the two, and we play well like that. Yeah. And so, like, there's been like a reason for him to sit on the bench. If we were blown out of some of these games, maybe we would leave him in there and he finds a shot in his rhythm. But you know, he's been he's gotten the quick leash or the short leash. Yeah. Uh, really. So, um, yeah, not worried yet. But if it becomes a long-term trend, we'll see. We'll report back what we find.
1: All right, let's talk about a couple other headlines from this week, Uh, Scott. The Timberwolves this week by the Iowa Energy. This is something we talked. This something we talked a lot.
0: That's right. It's a double sound drop for that. We were talking about this forever.
1: Yeah, we had uh, you know maybe thought that it would be a new team, a new D League team. I did not think they would purchase. An old d league team, I thought they would maybe start their own somewhere in Duluth from what or Rochester, something like that, but uh yeah, the wolves buy a pre existing team previously owned by the Memphis Grizzlies in the Iowa energy
0: uh Tibbs did not make did not hide it at all that he wanted a team closer, he wanted one preferably in the cities, yeah, apparently looked at that, he said, like and we needed it to be like a drive away, and so like they looked at Rochester, they looked at these other spots. Yeah. And they decided cost-wise that it was just easier to take over Iowa. The Grizzlies are going to get their own team next year in Mississippi, is what I've heard. So, um, you know, it makes sense. It's not that far of a drive. It's no. a short plane flight. No, it's like three and a half hours to Des Moines. You can drive there. That's fine. Yeah, direct flight. Tibbs is angry, an though, because an he wa- he was looking forward to being able to coach two teams at once. He just <laughs> wanted to spend, like, half of his time in a different gym. <laughs> and now he can't do that. And so he's just... You know, it's uh, maybe it's not perfect, but I like it. I, you know, we can take a road trip down to Des Moines, Des Moines, a beautiful city.
1: Yeah, Wells Fargo Arena, where the Minnesota Wild also have a, a, a minor league team. Yeah, uh, the Iowa Wild, I think, is what they're called. So, so yeah, that it, it, it's a great move. It's something that brings the Wolves into the modern NBA as far as you know having a their own D League squad. Uh, they are the 18th team now in the league to have their own team. Uh, the league does uh, assume that most squads will. Have they, they? They expect every team to have their own team um, by the next couple of years or so. Um, probably be up to twenty-five by the end of this season. By the end of uh, the beginning of next season. So this is just a matter of uh, you know where it was going to be. You know, you knew the Wolves were looking for something like this, but now it's going to be Iowa. It's going to be Des Moines.
0: Be honest with me. The best part of this, right, is. The, all the extra scouting we get to do on, on potential players, like yeah. you and I, go so overboard. We were watching Alexis Chavette in the Olympics because we knew we were going to watch it. Totally. We watch Euro players who yeah, might come over we the like league. Another we watch like 15 players who are like
1: technically on the roster. The new CBA right. will be allowing for you know uh, two way rosters is what they're going to call it. Two way roster spots where you know these guys can get paid a little bit more to sort of be borderline NBA players and get paid more than normal D league players. So so the league is definitely going to embrace this whole minor league situation. And now, the, now the wolves have their own squad. We get
0: twice as much. Now we can pay attention to any player in the world and be like, maybe he's killing it in China. Iowa. Why not bring him into Iowa? Bring you him know? to Iowa. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. It's going to just like double the focus, uh, double the basketball we can focus on. We can see what kind of experimental yeah. stuff they're running down in the D League and what that might mean for what they're trying to do for our team up here. You know, a one-to-one relationship with a D League team is huge.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, it's going to be great for Tom Thibodeau and for you know for him taking over now to have a D League team coming in in his second year. Year, it's just gonna be great because you can put in your own system. Then coaches can can run all the personnel and have you know guys ready, even more ready to come into the NBA and step in right away and contribute. So and also, it's great. you know.
0: Peck would be great for this. Sometimes you need, yeah, like when someone's like an injured player and they're coming back from an injury, you want to give them a couple games of like minimal run, something that are not going to like go 100% and yeah. hurt themselves. Kevin Love coming back too early from his broken hand, for example. Yeah, exactly. Like you could like have a guy play for a week in the D league to get his legs back under him after a long injury. So that'd be wonderful. Nice. There's only good things, only We're good, very excited. Only good things to come
1: from this. Okay, uh, a couple more headlines revolving around the all star game um tonight uh breaking today that uh, uh zach levine announced today that he will not be participating in the dunk contest this year he will not be uh you know defending his title two-time champ He's heard the rumor uh, but he confirmed it confirmed the rumor definitely he's out uh, he says he's got a uh nurse's nurse's hip and also get ready for get ready for a playoff
0: run he said yeah you gotta focus on winning <laughs> Which is what I would say because it makes you inscrutable from the media. That's just like the boilerplate, what you should say. Yeah. You know, it's not the fun or interesting thing, but that's what the copy is. You know, that's you just right. say that, and the reporter's got to respect you because you're saying you're focusing on wins and losses. Also, in All Star yeah. yet, he said he's healthy enough to do the three point contest, and if anyone's still, asking. He, he said, still, I would do that one. I can still jump a few feet off the floor and just, you know, he shoot said that's jumpers. a lot less taxing. So I think, uh, I think, you know, I don't know. I think that maybe I'm just speculating that it's some of the hip stuff. Maybe it's much more so that, like, how do you top what he did? I think it's more of that. How do you top what he did? You know, like, he busted out everything. and like That's
1: fine. I don't think anybody's going to be too mad about this. I mean, obviously, folks would like to have him in this competition, but I think most people can understand, yeah, you gave us two years of sublime dunks. You probably don't have much left in the tank. Uh, Apparently, Aaron Gordon's going to be up in Uh, there, though, so we'll see. And who knows?
0: Maybe uh, Zach does have a couple dunks in the tank, and this Uh. is just his hip, and he's coming back. (laughs) WrestleMania 4. We'll see. You know?
1: Also, in all star news, Carlentine Towns was chosen to the Rising Stars Challenge of rookies and sophomores. He'll play for Team USA. Despite the fact that he plays for Puerto Rico in international, or excuse me, uh, Dominican the Republic. DR. The DR Depe- Dominican Republic in uh, international FIBA play. But yeah, he'll play for the USA for that. As he did last um, year. Congrats um, to him for getting picked there. He was not chosen for the main game for the All Star team. Uh, he was
0: snubbed, as they say. Snubbed. Yeah. Sorry, snub. You know, it's fun because I think I'm seeing him. You know, and like if people are making a top five list of like players who are snubbed, he's like number five. You know, he's like, people are like, Go did make it. Yeah. The, DeAndre made the it. The big, big over thing Gobert. is like, I don't think, uh, I'm okay with DeAndre making it. I don't think that the Warriors should have four players. Hmm. I think Draymond and Clay shouldn't have made it. Yeah. But that's coaches. Trade. That's what that's the coaches picking. Yeah. But I just think that they should have uh, – Lillard should have made it. And uh, as Trey Kirby pointed out on Twitter, no one has ever averaged 26, like 5-5, five and five and not made an all-star team until this year like the all-star team Lots like of great players Lillard is so jaded about this this is like three or four years in a row he's not been an all-star it's such a joke yeah. like well, I mean it's killer players. in the west yeah. in the west to be a guard it's so hard but like yeah. I would have given it to Lillard and I would have given it to Rudy Gobert instead of Towns yeah I mean it but having to, said that
1: it speaks to the level of talent
0: in the NBA right now yeah and I think we're a year away for Towns you know yeah. I, but um and maybe even a year away from having two Tim Timberwolves but sure. um wasn't his year this year, and unless there's some injuries, uh, I mean, he's definitely alive for an injury replacement spot, you know? Could be. Yeah, we'll see if a big goes down, and that's what I haven't as uh, predicted. Well, well <laughs> here's a quick quiz for you, Neil. Yes. Pop quiz. Do you know how many different players have been all-stars for the Timberwolves? Uh,
1: all-stars, how many different players? Uh, four? Five. Five. <laughs> Can you name them? Uh, KG. Yes. Wally Zerbiak. Uh, yes. Uh uh, You're missing an obvious one. Kevin Love. Yes. Um, Doug West? I don't know. Um,
0: that's, that's all I can name. Who are the other ones? Sam Cassell. Oh, two S's, two L's. And the very first Tim rolls All-Star representative, Tom Googliata. <laughs> Googly-oogly. So when towns or maybe Wiggins or maybe both of them get picked next year, that uh, will increase our numbers because we've only had five Timberwolves. Go to the else. Love main. it. Okay, cool. Um, Scott, we have some sponsor. We got to pay some bills. Ah, uh, it's time to go, man. Thank you to the Timberwolves are always shelling out money for us to promote their products. <laughs> Target Center Tap Room. We we told you about that. Yeah, that's all right. Today we
1: have um, a brand new uh, sponsor from Target Center from the Timberwolves. Here's the thing, you might remember back in the day, uh, uh, the Timberwolves had sections named after players, JJ's yeah. Amigos, <laughs> <laughs> Brewer's Buddies. You know the you know these things, whole sections with a banner over them named after certain players. These days, the Wolves are they're getting rid of that, they're off that, and they are on to naming t- uh, Target Center concession stands after players, right? Brand new one,
0: brand new one this week. Getting a lot of good reviews from the foodies in the scene. (laughs) It's called Beal Itza. Ah, emphasis on the eats. Beal Itzas. Because you can't say Beal Itza without saying eats. Get them eats. Get them tasty eats at Beal Itzas. It's got, like I said, five star food. Just the best. Tremendous. It's a new concession stand. They got. They're known for their pork. Belly sandwiches. Yeah, that's the number one item. If you go, if you head over to
1: Bialitsa's, you're gonna to want to get that pork belly sammy. I mean, belly is his nickname. They couldn't help themselves. As they say,
0: fill your belly at Bellies. Fill your, your belly. belly
1: on the pork belly right
0: here. We also have something that uh, it's a special recipe, family recipe of the Bialitsas. Yes, Bialitsas pescavitsas.
1: Oh, very nice. That is a traditional Serbian dish. It's the national dish of Serbia. Yeah, they're serving it at Target Center, you
0: guys. Bielitsas, PS Piescavitsa's, everybody. Piescavitsa. You got to have one, all right? It's we the had, culinary go-to at the Target Center.
1: We're so dedicated to the sponsor, read that we, we listen to the pronunciation. Of that food item on YouTube Before we record
0: this episode And we're so confident in it We'll say it again PS Piescavita <laughs> Nailed it So good <laughs> It also it. looks very tasty It looks like a euro, But uh Yeah it's, it's a got It's got a pork beef lamb patty combo Yeah it's a spiced meat patty It's kind of like a burger Inside of like pita bread that's you're gonna good. like it. You're gonna like it. Go, to, Yeah, go to Biel Itza's, located on the concessions on both upper and lower level, not like those foods that Target Center Twitter account. No, no, no. Target Center Eats is like tweeting out this food. They had like this Philly cheesesteak bread bowl, and they're like, You can't eat it, Scott. It's in the club level, it's in the special club. This is for everybody. This is for everybody. No holding out. So make sure
1: you go check out Biel Itza's. Uh, next time you're at a Timberwolves game, we want to say thank you to Biel Itza's. For sponsoring this episode of Wolf's Cast. Thank you guys so much. He's oh my god. Good. You know what time good. it is?
0: It's been a few weeks. We gotta hear the drop. The best drop. Come on, <laughs> hit me with it. It's your favorite? Yep. It's a mailbag. bag. It's a mailbag. bag. It's a mup mup
1: mu- 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 bag. It's a mailbag. bag. It's a mailbag. bag. It's a mup mup mu- 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 bag. Letters all letters like the alphabet, yo This segment's called Mailbag So if you got a question about the wolves, let us know There's a good chance that we'll read it on the show Yeah, send us your letters Send us your messages Send us your carrier pigeons We want
0: to hear from you Yeah Mailbag Mailbag Mailbag
1: I love that music. Absolutely. We're back with Mailbag, you
0: guys. It's yes. been so long. You thought we forgot about you. We're like the new administration. We don't care what you say.
1: No, we're, all, we're here for you, you guys. We're, we're listening to your questions. Thank you for sending us your mail. That is very nice. We got uh, a bunch of questions to get to here. Um, if you want to send us questions, you can do so at uh, on Twitter. So make sure you
0: follow us at Wolvescast. On Twitter, that is where we accept questions. Definitely do not come to my trivia night and ask me questions then because... I only remember 50% of what happened. Yeah, if Trivia you night. ask God
1: a question at Trivia Darby's every Tuesday from
0: 6 to 8 p.m., make sure you write it on a note card. Yeah. You know what I mean? Write it down so he can or take it home. get me to send myself an email to my work email, because now if I send myself stuff to my home email, it gets buried in all the other stuff I send in my home okay. email. Okay. I'm very unorganized.
1: CS, so yes, you can send us a question that way. Otherwise, we have an email address at our website. You can send us a question that way as well. First question this evening on Mailbag comes to us from Vince. He is at Vincent Anderson. So Andriso Andriso um, on uh, on Twitter. His question it seems
0: like his name is Vincent Anderson, but Anderson. that was already taken. So he yeah. just let the n on. I don't know the end of this this Twitter might be account? a typo on my part, but I'm pretty sure his handle is Vin- ends with an o. It's Vincent Anderson without the n,
1: right? Uh, he asks, uh, "What is your prediction for Boz after this season?" Um, yes, indeed, good question, Vince. Uh, this is a question that is suddenly very relevant. Uh, first two months of the season, we were just
0: lambasting Shibaha's for how badly he was playing. To Where's the point Shabazz? Where Shibaz? We were saying like, is this? Does he have any value like, at all? Is Tibbs even like openly like? destroying his value by not playing him because he's playing yeah. so badly he couldn't even get minutes and it was just like Tibbs is so focused on playing the big three and like we've said Gorgie Yeah. All the minutes in the league apparently, you know. Yeah, the bench barely played. There's some of the worst bench in the league. Like And it, it really wasn't until this month until Tibbs started trusting Shabazz and Shabazz started playing good enough. Yeah. In January he got his minutes. Up. Here here in January, Shabazz is averaging eleven points, four rebounds. He's shooting fifty-three percent from the field, fifty-six percent from three He's killing it from three right now. I've seen now. that on offense. All of his uh, per thirty six numbers uh, are better than the this month. Oh wow! Um, of course, wow. I've criticized per thirty six for a reason before. <laughs> Shabazz is a candle that burns brightly. It might not burn quite as brightly if he ran thirty six minutes a game. But, so, uh, so Scott, the, is, what have you
1: seen from, from what you've seen from Shabazz this month? Does it change what you think the team should do with him in this off season? I mean, they they have his rights. Uh, he's, he'll be a restricted free agent. The team will be able to um, offer, you know, offer him a contract or match any other offers that that do come his way. What do you, what do you see from from Shabazz uh, based
0: on what you've seen this month from him? It's tough. Um, this is what I think is going to happen. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. That's what the question was. What do you think? Yeah, I could see it going a lot of ways. It's complicated. Predictions, but I see a team. Maybe if the Knicks blow it up a little bit and decide to go off, build around Chris Stapps, there's plenty of teams that are kind of young, trying to build, still trying to get pieces. In some teams that don't have a lot of ways to acquire good pieces, you know. And all it takes is one of those teams to see Shabazz ha- having, like, a good finish to the season. Someone who's, like, if Shabazz ends, the you know, the season scoring, you know, maybe 12 points a game off the bench in yeah. good minutes and gets, like, five rebounds. Somebody's going to see that and be like, you know what? Evan Turner got way too much money. Maybe we can get Shabazz for, like... Way too much money for the Timberwolves to match, but for us, it's worth the risk. And that's the biggest risk, I think, is that all it takes is one desperate team, to like like the Suns, if they have the cap only takes room. One. Just be like, it only takes one. <laughs> uh, to like, no. just be like, hey, we've got the money. We're not going to be you know good for the next few years, so why not roll it on a young guy? Shabbat is still very young. Not quite as young as he said when he was in college, <laughs> but still a young guy. And so um, I would like to have him... Stick around because I think that his chemistry with Wiggins is great because Wiggins can play the two, Boz yeah. can play the three. Yeah. And uh, Boz, you know, man, he's a hard worker too. You know, that's a guy who's committed to improving himself. But uh, I just, the way I see it, some other team's going to offer him too much money and restrictive free agency and we won't be able to match because we got to keep our payroll in check for our big three.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, is that, you know, I think the Wolves need his skill set, but I don't think that they will be able to match whatever he gets offered this summer. And it's like, so hard to predict. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I no, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, you don't know what he's going to get offered. But at this point, it does seem like he's going to get a nice offer come his way. Good for him. Right. But I just don't I just don't think you're going to be able to offer him. After you've already extended Gorgie, after, like you said, we need to extend these other guys, Wiggins, Cat, coming up here, Levine. Um, you know, I, I unfortunately, we just don't – I don't think we'll have the, the, the salary. You'd rather get vets, uh, I think. You'd rather get That's guys who are though. a little bit cheaper that you can, you know, get the same some of the same skill set for a little bit less money.
0: right? Maybe you it's like, you know, tips that makes the decision. do I want developing Shabaz Muhammad for the next four years at ten million a year? Or Jody Meeks for eight million a year. Yeah, and Jody Meeks is a veteran who knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean that's a bad example because Jody Meeks has been injured for like three years straight. But yeah, you know, a player like
1: Shabazz who's going to be less. I think that's what you really need to do. Right, you need to have top guys who are making a lot of money,
0: and then you need to hopefully fill in the gaps with minimum guys with rookie guys. Because let's be honest, Shabazz still has so much more growing he needs to do. It's, yeah. it's Shabazz is still like a project, and so it just depends on how many projects Thibodeau is willing to stick with. And now, I mean, for us, it's easy to be like, "Yeah, we got enough." But <laughs> Thibodeau has already shown us he has a whole different idea than we. Yeah, have. so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how patient he is.
1: Thanks for the question, Vincent. Next question comes to us um, from our friend at Q Card Guy. Um, we need on to get an Twitter. all
0: about your drop.
1: On the <laughs> all about your We will. At um, Q Guy asks us, "Who do you consider the Wolves' rival?" In the league, it's a great question. Rivalries. Joe. I think this kind of comes off of the Denver game. You know, uh, Denver has you know in division. You know that they, they are in the same division as us, and they're also you have kind of a young core uh, with Jokic and others. So, um, you know, I think it's a good question. Uh, I don't know who the Wolves' rival is. Is it is, is really anybody? There's not too many rivalries
0: league wide right now. Well, There's not many. They the don't pop up is, that often. Like, NBA players, and this is so stupid. You know, it is a rivalry. No, it's not a rivalry. It is a rivalry. No, it's like Celtic Lakers. It's not that like that. It's like Pistons. You know, it's just like, I think uh, there's a lot of different ways to define it. I don't think there's a team that like we hate, and that's another right. thing. Like there's no bad blood. Yeah, because like why Wizards would you, why Celtics would you have a bad blood week. against a team that never wins and you, that you can beat easily? And so like no one thinks that we're their rivals, right? There's no team that thinks <laughs> like they those they guys win. always get us, right? Those wolves, they always get us. But we have beef with a couple different teams. Okay. First up, Lakers biggest beef because they they were here. They used to be our team. They moved to L.A. Yeah, and uh, I can see that. Can whenever see that. they come back, tons of Lakers fans around, and some of them are like Lakers fans that are really old and cheer for them. And when the Minneapolis got robbed of their team, they continued to be Lakers fans. And you know, it's like I understand that, man. I never want my team to be taken away from me. Um, but some of them are just those Kobe bagging, you know, bandwagon yeah. riders, all these little kids in Kobe jerseys every time you go in. Oh, man, so annoying. I, whew, it's it's yeah. so annoying to go to a Timberwolves game when the Lakers are in town. That's
1: the one team that goes beyond what's on the court, just because of the whole like, name change thing with the fact that they used to be Minneapolis Lakers. They Bane won titles banners for here. Titles. And they won titles here. So I think that's a good one. But I think you're right. This isn't a thing until the Wolves win. Like, you don't get rivalries until you're one of the top teams. Like, the Cavs, I think, right now have kind of a rivalry with Toronto or, like, a rivalry with, with, with the Warriors. They yeah. faced them in two straight finals. Like, once you start getting success – then you find out who your rivals are. Whereas the Wolves, whereas I felt sort like of in the basement right now. They're, what, they're not going to have rivals. I
0: felt during the Kevin, Kevin Love years, there was a fun rivalry with Portland. Yeah, you're right. You yeah. know, yeah. we've we played, played really good games with, yeah. against them. Yeah. Uh, Khan, you know, had been trying to snipe Batum. So there's all these different layers to like, yeah. you know, whenever those teams matched up. Yeah. And whenever we went to Portland, Kevin Love was in his hometown, you know, our home state, you know. Yep. yep, yep. So I think that. And then also, the league has been trying to make it happen. And we have. Really good games against them.
1: Yeah, usually. Far more
0: than we should. The Thunder is what I'm going to say. Oh. We got mashed mashup on yep. Christmas Day. Also, division. And also divisional. And even when they're better than us, some years we have great games against them. We can, yeah. all, I can Rocky count, hit I can the game can, winner last year. Love hit the game winner <laughs> in his 50 point game and a double overtime. Yeah, like
1: Christmas Day beef yeah. now. Right, yeah. So that's what I'm
0: saying. Like, we, uh, and we, right now, they, in the last game we played against them, we stomped <laughs> them. We won So we right now, them. you know, we got the chip, we got the belt. But uh, I feel like those are the three. Sometimes you do the Wisconsin, Minnesota thing, but both teams have been so bad for so long, and we only play them twice a year. So it's not quite the rivalry. It could be, if they keep growing, though, it might be fun because we got Wiggins, Jabari about the same age, Yanni's young, you know. That could be a great one. That That could be a great rivalry to look for for the next couple of years. That is definitely. Kylo would love that. She gets to double dip. She's a fan (laughs) of both teams, which is fine. Different conferences. Different conferences. Just like ALN now. Yeah, that's what I said. I could cheer for any NL team I want because I will cheer against them if the Twins (laughs) face them in the World Series, but that's really the only chance, you know. All right,
1: one more question here. Quick one, uh, mailbag. Which NBA player do you most look like? This comes from our friend Robert, RK Brew. Thanks, Robert, for asking us a question for this our
0: podcast. Up. This <laughs> came up because of a player named Ron Baker. Ron Baker, he is the backup point guard for the Knicks. Uh, he
1: looks very much like our friend Jared. Shouts to Jared, he's listening. Jared also looks like Pau Gasol, so
0: he looks like both those players. So who do we look like? Um, who do we look like, Scott? Shouts to Jared's podcast, the narrative imperative. Oh, yeah, go check that out. The yeah. narrative imperative. That's a great name. So go, go check that out. Um uh, so who who do you look who, like? Who, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you think I look like? Um well this, we decided to do active players. We look we we decided to do active because players. Neil, we look through the whole NBA roster. Neil's, NBA.com is great. Neil's, page. D- Dead Rainer. The perfect one is prime Kurt Rambis. Yeah, but
1: that's Kurt old Ramis school. Kurt Rambis in the
0: prime had the glasses, he had the mustache. It's old school. I bet if you lived during those times, you would rock the mullet too, you Yeah, know? yeah, have the rec specs. Right, and so uh, <laughs> sometimes I see him and I think it's a photo of you on a basketball yeah, card. But yeah, that's good. One. In today's league, I definitely think there's a little Enos Cantor mustache bros that's right. going on. That's I can right. see that. You're both big. <laughs> Uh, both big guys, post player. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and then also, if you shaved Sergio Rodriguez, the Sixers point guard, you shaved his beard but left the mustache. Oh man, that's, that's I think me. We're pretty close. I mean, that's me. You guys are like who? Well, just Google Sergio Rodriguez. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. anything. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right. right. I see it. I know this is kind
1: of hard. You know, most of you don't know what we look like. You uh, should. We're stars. You should know what we look like. Yeah, but uh, Neil we'll, looks we'll like Kurt Rambus. Scott, I think uh, I think you sort of remind me of a combination of uh, Spencer Hawes. Ooh. Uh, he's got the long hair. right You got some long hair. You got
0: uh, you got some length on your hair. He, I struggled with this because uh, I saw this at the, I was at the gym the other day. I was yeah. watching Warrior Charlotte on the TV. Yeah, and I saw Spencer Hawes hair up in a bun like I've got mine he had the beard I grow. I have a winter beard right now because I'm taking public transport and I'm waiting <laughs> outside all the time so I need it to keep my face you need warm it, yeah. I just need it I, I, if it were up to me I yeah. had my druthers I would not have the beard right now but yeah. I looked at Spencer Hawes and I'm like no yeah. I look just like him yeah. no I hate him it's a problem he's sort of like the redneck of the league oh man you well, know known a, Trump voter man I Trump mean, apologist, not just that, but like the kind of Trump voter who's like, Urgh. who like would charge into a pizza place and be like, "I'm besting up this child sex reign. Okay, know?
1: so it's also Spencer Hawes, but it's also Mindowskis Kuzmanth- Kuzminskis uh, from the
0: Knicks, who you and Robert we've talked, talked a lot about, about, about before. Yes, and <laughs> Kuzminskis. I, I think if you put Kuzminskis, those two players together, playing well,
1: that's who you look like right there. Um, see, so yeah, those are the local. So Spel-
0: Haas is what I look like when I'm hairy, and Kuzminskis <laughs> is yeah, that baby face whenever I shave. Yeah, shouts to my wife, she likes it when I shave.
1: Ah, oh, wonderful. Okay, um, yeah, that's that's what we look like. If you uh, ever see us in person, you should let us know who who we look like in the NBA. Not, not as good as Paul Gasol and Ron Baker for our friend Jared. Those that's, that's where it's at. Yeah, um, cool time to get to. So or maybe let us know who you look like. Tweet yeah, us a photo do you, just like? a
0: selfie next to the t- player's face, or. <laughs> You know, whatever. All
1: right, next segment: Weekly Wolfies. Now presenting your Weekly Wolfies. Weekly Wolfies is a segment where we shout out something good or bad about the week in Timberwolves basketball. I'll start us off. Scott, you should be listening to the Dunked On podcast with Nate Duncan. That's D-U-N-C apostrophe D. Oh, Duncan's Duncan. So Dunked, dunked. On. His yeah. name is Nate Duncan. Great Twitter follow. Um, lots of good analytics. Lots of good cap breakdown stuff, and just a smart basketball mind. I don't think he. I think he writes for his own site. He doesn't like write for Yahoo or ESPN or anything like that. Like he's a media solo guy, delo. but yeah, totally solo on it. And um, uh, a few weeks ago, here in January, he had Jim Peterson on the show for about 55 minutes. It's a great chat, um, talking about the wolf season so far, uh, some of the offensive and defensive issues they've been having, and just just a wonderful. You know, we love Jim Peterson. That is well documented. Anytime you get a long form Jim Pete on the mic. Type of stuff, you know, he's very smart, so it kind of rolls into what the stuff Nate Duncan um, knows about, you know, you know, definitely lots of uh, smart NBA, smart NBA stuff right here happening. So you got to check out uh, Dunked On with Jim Peterson. Um, I like that I'll know. have to check it out I like you know. when you
0: point those out Because I don't subscribe To all the podcasts Yeah totally
1: We'll have a link for that uh, So that's always good It'll be in the show notes In the show notes yes,
0: indeed. subscribe to us yeah. um, Check that out you guys We should Make have sure. a sound drop Of Jim Pete saying Go Cats <laughs> You sent Go me Cats the sound <laughs> yeah, Go Cats His yeah. son's gonna take us <laughs> To the tournament Northwestern. He's gonna go take Western. Sanjay's gonna They're take us To the it. tournament They're still in it They're still in it They're playing pretty well ESPN ran the article The Cubs did it In Northwestern Oh they are saying This might be the year Yeah that's cool Okay, Scott, that's my Wolfie. What is your weekly Wolfie? My weekly Wolfie this week is to the best beer in the world. My favorite beer, man. We should just uh, took a slug. Let's try and tag. Uh, you know, usually I'm all about the local beer, but Bell's Brewery. It's out of Michigan, I believe. Oh, one one of the best. One of the best nationwide. One of my favorites. And they make my favorite beer, and it's a very limited run. It's only out for like a week or two before they all sell out, and then you don't have it for a whole year. But last year I got smart. I bought a whole bunch of them. Whoa! And it's ten percent. Yeah, it's good. It's it's <laughs> what? it's heavy hitting. Um, <laughs> it's delicious. My favorite beer. And last Top year I slam. I bought like. Some to stay save and then all year on like special occasions I'd break out hop slam on my birthday, you know? Yeah. Hop slam on Christmas. Whenever I, I wanted a hop slam, I rationed them out. And so now that I've been to the store and I've stockpiled up, I can recommend it to you. I didn't want to share that info until I got mine. But uh, you know, it's my favorite beer. We're both drinking them here tonight. Yeah. You should tag Bells because if they could send us some, like, we could actually have a sponsor. Totally, totally. I would totally sponsor them for this. Um so and try some hop slam. Uh, the Timberwolves uh, angle to this is that it sounds like a beer that is Zach Levine would endorse because it's got hops and slam <laughs> in it, you know? So it's almost the
1: ride my team. I Levine. Yeah, right. hop slam, very tasty. Thank you, Hop Slam, for for fueling this episode of Wolves. This cast episode truly brought <laughs> right to you now. Keeping our keeping hop our slam. thirst quenched as we talk into the mics. That kind of thing. Hop slam, you guys, check it out. It's very tasty. Lovely. Okay, Scott wolfies are done let's get to a game
0: it's going down all right let's get that music rolling there it is all right neil it's been a while since we played this game but i think everyone knows the rules it's called would you rather (laughs) would you rather where i present you with two choices and you tell me which one you'd rather have love it love it let's do it all right neil would you rather make the playoffs this year or have a top eight pick in the upcoming draft (sighs)
1: such a good question I would rather make the playoffs this year. I think that's what I'm going to have to say. <laughs> oh, good. There's right and wrong in this. <laughs> well, I agree with you as well. I'd rather make the playoffs. To Top eight pick does sound enticing. Assets, assets, assets. But at the same time, if we made the playoffs this year, that would mean that things are trending upward. That means mean the team is playing well together. Yeah, That would be some some really good um, you know, cohesion happening to move forward into the next season. That's right? what I'm
0: saying. This doesn't happen in a vacuum. For us to make the playoffs, it means we play good for the rest of the year. Yeah. So I'd rather have us play good for the rest of the year than for us to play poorly, have all these questions in the offseason, have bad self-doubt issues, and then having another like... Point guard to compete with Dunn and Tyus and make it even weirder, you know. Exactly.
1: If the team makes the playoffs, yeah, they're going to be an eight seed. They're going to be swept out possibly by the Warriors, something like that. But to maybe me, a free agent it, comes. It, it's he it's sees less the about the outcome of the of the playoffs and more about how we got there and uh, what it means for our team. So I think we can agree All that, right. that is the answer. Yeah,
0: I, we agree. We did it. All right. Next up, Neil. Would you rather get dunked on by Carl Anthony Towns or have your ankles broken by Chris Dunn? Ooh! Not literally broken, <sighs> but just to embarrass I mean, you—that's what I was gonna say. Not li- just to embarrass you, or you fall down.
1: Yeah, I—I I mean, I guess if if that is the case, then yeah, I'll take I'll take the crossover. I'll take the crossover on Chris Dunn because uh, oh, wrong. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, I, the first thing I thought was yeah, I'd rather get dunked on because if I get my ankles broken, that means I can't you know play for a while. I can't play yeah. myself for a while, but. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. I just think, uh, you know, whatever's less painful and if I'm not actually getting injured, falling
0: onto the basketball court seems less painful. (laughs) I think that's a good rationale. I like that a lot. (laughs) Here's my thing about it. People way overreact whenever a player falls down. Totally. People in the crowd go, oh, you can hear it. And then it gets replayed on Twitter and Vine. And it's like, like one, one of the famous one of like Harden breaking Ricky's ankles yeah like Ricky steps on like a narrow player's foot and trips it's like so many of these <laughs> times you watch the, the replay and it's just like yeah their feet got tangled and so that it, it was not the th- crossover itself yeah, and Belly but, fell over this week. Right. And mm. sometimes it's like, it looked like Belly slipped on the floor. Yeah, like, it looked did. like there was a wet spot yeah, on the floor slipped. for Belly. And yeah. so, and then everyone's like, oh, look at that. He oh, got shoot. crossovers. And I'm like, nah, he stepped in a wet spot. Yeah. But uh, so I, I think, though, like, people, it'd be more shameful for that to happen to you than like, Towns, you know, he's a big guy. He dunks on people. It's going to happen. At least you're playing defense. Slam on you. You know, at least you're playing good defense. You can only get dunked on when you're playing <laughs> D. You know? Yeah, you're right. All right. Next question, Neil Would you rather have an alarm clock? That wakes you up with the sound of the shot clock buzzer. Mm. Or an alarm clock that wakes you up with Tom Thibodeau screaming at you. <laughs> I'll be more
1: motivated by Tom Thibodeau screaming at you. Get up! Get him! Do something with your life. Get it! Be productive today. Carpe diem! yeah I think that would be much more you know the shot clock's going up I would be I would be alarmed I would definitely spring out of bed but I would be more like distraught I think and not as motivated I'd be more pissed off more angry about the situation yeah. whereas if Tom Thibodeau was yelling at me I might be more like motivated and more like positively affected by it what do you think?
0: What's the other right answer? I agree. They'll get you out of bed. You know? the buzzer. I, I've had annoying alarm clocks and they stink, but you know, it, sometimes I don't wake up for them because you get used to them. I don't think I'd ever get used to, yeah. to them, screaming at me. All right, Neil. Next question: Which superpower would you rather have? Would you rather be able to shoot the basketball like Steph Curry, ooh. or dunk like Zach Levine? I think.
1: Uh, ooh, good, great question. This is a great one. I think. Dunking is something that is more like incredible to me, more like impressive on the physical level. But I think shooting the three-pointer shooting the three-pointer is gonna be my answer because it can carry over my life longer. I think I'll have more of a life... you know, I think I'll be able to play play pickup and be able to <laughs> Be able to be able to play pickup and uh, you know keep that skill of being able to shoot. That'll serve me well into my fifties like, and stuff like that when I'm older. Yeah. So I, I think that's the answer for me. What uh, What do you think? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not going to play either buzzer here.
0: Okay. <laughs> because I felt the same way for a little bit. I was like, you know what? I if you're an outside shooter, you control the game, and that's like you can play like that at rec games and just it's be longevity. devastating. But dunking, who and knows what that never, feels like? shooting never leaves you. Yeah, you know? yeah. But just to be able to say, like, Slam I home. dunked. And not only did I dunk, but, like, I can get my head above the rim, you know? Yeah. Like, I dunked, and I dunked from the free throw line, and, you know, I can't do it anymore because my knees are shot, but I swear I did it. You know, I think just I saying just saying, you yeah. did it, that'd be worth it to me. All right. All right, Neil, final question. All right. Would you rather sit courtside for a game or get to watch a game in a luxury suite with Kevin Garnett? Oh, great
1: one! Uh, sheesh, I guess KG. I want to meet him. I want to hear him. Uh, you know, I want to hear all the things he has to say, especially if it's a Wolves game about these players he used to roll with and stuff like that. I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go uh, up in the up in the upper level with KG. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, I would. I, I would I, hope another situation where sitting courtside would present itself to me, whereas like sitting with KG in his
0: suite,
1: probably yeah. once in a lifetime.
0: I truly. almost changed this question. That's the correct answer because I almost made it tougher. I almost made it. <laughs> would you rather have courtside season tickets or oh, to sit in the suite with KG? I don't in know. which case, it's even harder. I would courtside then. But, but still, like you're right, KG's a once in a lifetime experience. You know. Totally, totally, totally. What do you think? Do you think? You're, you're saying? I would go with KG. KG. I think KG's KG, the right yeah. answer. And even if it's a season tickets of courtside, I might still go KG. Yeah, because that's. Who knows? You know. Yeah. You got it. You got to meet your idols while you can, kids. I always thought I'd go to a Paisley Park party, and <laughs> I was just like, I'll go to the next one. I'll That's go the right. next one. And, yep. All right. So that was it for that. our
1: show. Good game, Scott. Thanks for the Would You Rather's up in here. We did it. We made it to another end of episode uh, this week with Wolf's Cast. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, this is it. the first week in the history of our two-year podcast. Thirty-nine episodes. That the Wolves have won every game since we recorded the last show.
0: Possible.
1: That double drop time. We're coming. We're coming. That is incredible right there. Uh so hopefully Minnesota's got the lead! depending on what happened as we recorded this hopefully that happens again yep <laughs> hopefully we get the win in Indiana and, and keep, rolling. keep rolling we keep rolling keep that escapism uh, we got the undefeated Nets. in the
0: Trump days we got uh, that's a fact we got Bro- that's not fake news that's a fact
1: we got Brooklyn and Orlando coming in get a couple more wins hopefully try to
0: get out to the Target Center we got a great homestand uh, we have a six game homestand at one point in yep. February I think like seven of our next like eight or what yep. I mean, Ten. mean yeah, eight of our remember. last ten, eight
1: of our next ten are at home
0: so you know come out to the Target Center and uh, you know be cool be awesome treat each other with kindness um, and whenever you're feeling down remember you always have Carl Anthony Tanks thanks for listening you guys make sure you head to Darby's every Tuesday night six to eight yo Do let me tell trivia. you about this bonus point where you draw the basketball draw a basketball your name, by get an extra point name. usually it was only the podcast listeners getting that point a couple teams shout out to the Dap Boys yep. shout out to Luther Volleyball Club but this week, my wife's team did it. Oh. And you don't want to know why? Thanks for listening. Because John Beerling. Listened to it. He was at Trivia. Nice. And so, shouts to John Beerling. All right. Listening all the way through. Thanks. I appreciate it. Getting them
1: extra points. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll be back next week with another episode of Wolf's Cast. We appreciate you all listening. And we'll see you next week.
0: Put some respect on my name. Remember that.